And we're back for another dope episode of uh, Before the Three Count. I believe this is episode nine, but I could be wrong. Uh, but <laughs> hopefully I'm not. Um, basically, you know what I'm saying? Unnamed host uh, with the most, a.k.a. Beetlejuice, uh, along with my co-host. The one, the only, Osiris. And that's spelled with U.S., not I.S. That's right. Don't don't confuse me with the Egyptian god. <laughs> or the shoes. But, or the... the <laughs> Or, or the the late uh, rapper from uh, Wu Tang Clan, you know. Yes, that's right. R.I.P. to him. <clears throat> yes, yes. <laughs> what y'all thought you was gonna do this without me? I'm the Osiris of this ish. But uh, yeah, um, so we're basically off the heels off of a dope interview uh, with our, you know, a good buddy uh, Mark Moment, aka uh, Lemonhead, aka. Uh, the Tower of Power, aka I'm missing a name. Um, Let's but, see, yeah. Lemonhead, Mark Moment, Tower of Power, um, Hulk Hogan fears him. Hulk Hogan um, fears. Him. But I do feel like there was something else that he mentioned on there. Yeah, they were like right before the Moment gimmick, he was something else. Oh, Moon Dog. Moon Dog. There you go. <laughs> there we go. AKA the Moon Dog. Moondog, yeah, not not Moondog with Sean, you know, but uh, you know, original his own not his own right. But uh, yeah, man, I, I was gonna say that was an informative interview. I ain't gonna lie, like I, you know, obviously knowing Moment for some some years now, you know, I thought you know I knew everything about his uh, you know story and his comeuppance, but I was uh, decently surprised, you know, and uh, enlightened in the same same way. Yeah, <clears throat> same. I was gonna say, uh, hopefully, he has a story. <laughs> he got a little <laughs> Yeah, we're on the road, so this this episode is live and on the road. Exactly. Um, exactly. But uh, now I was saying, uh, he definitely has some uh, dope stories. I'm looking, you know, looking forward to having him. You know what I'm saying? Come back on the show, you know, to enlighten us more with some of the, you know, the road shows. Because, you know, as, you know, fans, we don't get to, you know, uh, hear or see, you know what I'm saying, what goes on on the road as much as, you know, the performers do. So it's so cool to see, you know, to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to, I think our, our next guest has to be Zach the Ref. Um, That'd be dope. Because... <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he hit me up. He, he said he really um, and talk about someone who's probably got a lot of, of road stories. Oh, most um, definitely. <clears throat> you know, because uh, I mean, heck, just the other day he hit me up and he was telling me a story about repping a match for uh, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, and Steiner wanting to hit him with a chair, but he didn't want to take the chair shot. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I was going to say, uh, Speaking of Scott Steiner, uh, doesn't he uh, own a restaurant chain too? Yeah, man, Shoney's. Shoney's. That's that's like a that's like a sizzler, right? Like it's like a buffet uh, type joint. Yeah, it's a buffet type place. More breakfast than uh, steak. Oh, okay. But, um, okay. But but yeah, Shoney's. It's down south. I've actually been to one. Um, oh, how's the food? Um, 
Southern Breakfast Buffet. <laughs> okay. You know? So, um, you know, no, nothing amazing. Okay. Um, nothing amazing, but, you know, solid. If you're trying to get a lot of food in at a cheap price, like, it's the way to go. Oh, okay. So what state uh, did you uh, hit up in? I hit it up in South Carolina. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> but you can only, like you said, catch them down south. You can't then. Yeah, it's down south. Um, I think right. South Carolina, North Carolina, Golden Rays up. Which uh, is the one in Scottsdale. Okay, which is funny. Cause I was gonna say, aren't the Steiners from like Detroit, like Michigan? Like, aren't they like from the north? <laughs> the Steiners like, are from Detroit, Michigan, but they actually both live in Georgia. Steiners, Shoney's is is in Georgia. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So I wonder, like, if when folks go there to dine, if he ever you know shows up and like reach folks you know what i'm saying could that be dope what, you know? I, what i understand yes he, he is occasionally there oh wow am i like i would just would go to atlanta just for that just to like you know what i'm saying like uh right. you know have have my meal and then you know see uh you know uh <laughs> stein walk it'd be hilarious if we had like the chain piece head uh uh head, head, head <laughs> thing like that, that, that would be pretty incredible <laughs> Diddy Bobby, yeah, right. Well, I was gonna say, uh, Abdul restaurant down there too in, in Atlanta, right? Or in Georgia, I should say. Yeah, I've actually, I've been, I've been there. Now, if you had to compare both wrestlers' uh, uh, establishments, whose food did you enjoy the better? <clears throat> Steiner's, Shoney's, hands down. Okay. Um, I was very disappointed in uh, Abdullah's uh, rib house. What'd you get at his rib shack? <clears throat> uh, got some uh, buffalo wings. Okay. And some uh, gross lemonade. Um, like when you and, say gross, I mean, it's an ice cream thing. It, it's it an ice cream thing. Okay. Yeah, it was too sweet. Like you felt it, like it, it was like the rotten <laughs> when you were drinking it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, how was the, the buffalo wings? Follow signs for uh, I-95. It was dry. So, uh, so it's interesting. Abby's, um, at least my experience there, I don't know. And this was back in 2011 or 2012. Okay. Uh, whatever year WrestleMania was there. I'm going to say that was 2011. Continue on I-95 okay. Because uh, 2012 was Miami. Okay. Um, which I was also at. But anyways, uh, but yeah, so 2011, uh, WrestleMania, Georgia. Uh, so went down there for Abby's and the food is, uh, it's like all pre-made. Oh, it's not quite buffet style. Like you don't serve yourself, like, but they, they like serve you like, you know, uh, here, here's your food, like in a, on a thing, you know? Oh, okay. All right. Is it a big uh, restaurant? Style. I, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Cafeteria style. Cafeteria style. Okay. All right. You know, so you like go up to the window and it's like all, 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 all out there. Like when you go to Subway, you know, and they're like, oh, like, what do you want? Like we put it on your plate. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Now I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. Yeah. Like you said, and with Steiners is more of a sit down family establishment. Right. Where you, yeah. uh, where, you know, we could, uh, get up and then see all your well since it is like a buffet i guess that's all similar you know is except you're serving yourself and similar, else food, yeah, you're, right and the food was better quality at, at shoney's and uh and also it's all you can eat oh okay how, uh, how much is it for a plate it was like 12 bucks oh, that's not bad that's not bad 
Not at all. All you can eat food and free refills on drinks. And it's a decent uh, array, like array of uh, different food. Like, is it some Americana like burgers and 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 potato salads and you know like stuff like that? Or is it all breakfast? It was uh, your classic Southern like biscuits and gravy, eggs, okay. grits, green fried uh, tomatoes. Yeah, waffles, pancakes. It was only breakfast. Sausage, bacon, hash browns. I feel like it's only breakfast, but I honestly could be wrong about that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I guess uh, I'll just do Shoney's in instead of uh, <laughs> Abby's. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that, that would definitely be my recommendation. And if you're ever looking for a house down there, Rick Steiner is a very successful real estate agent. Oh, for real? Yeah, I actually drove oh, wow. him one time. Um, I picked him up at the airport. Uh, we went out to eat, and uh, got to talk about a guy with stories. I, I wish we could get him on here. Uh, so, what was the occasion that you were uh, picking up uh, Rick Steiner for? What was that uh, for? Uh, big Time Wrestling. Uh, they okay. had a show. Uh, where the heck was this show? Oh, it was in Rhode Island, actually, in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, at the um, baseball stadium there, McCoy. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and, uh, so, so, yeah, yeah so, uh, cool. both Steiners were on the show. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Um, you know, picked up Steiner from the airport. We went out to uh, lunch. Uh, it's funny. He, you know, he looked up on his uh, phone and yep. he found some place. He's like, yeah, this will be the place that'll have what I need. Yep. You know, he, he's, uh, he was at the time, he was on a high protein, uh, low carb diet. Yeah. And uh, so he picked out this little, like, uh, grilled. You know, it wasn't a Capitol Grill, but that kind of place. Okay. And uh, we're, we're sitting there, we're eating lunch, and uh, he's telling me about a successful real estate business, uh, you know, and everything else. It's road stories, hanging out with Rick Rude, going hunting, um, all sorts of cool stuff. And okay. uh, he's telling me about, you know, he just does indie shows for fun. You know, he gets paid a lot to do them and whatever. Yeah. And then he didn't treat me to lunch. I had to pay for my portion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, all, good. all good. I, I was gonna say. Um, since we always know Scott was like the you know powerhouse, I was gonna say it was Rick, like like decent size um, when you met him, or was he not as you know uh, big as you might have you know thought when you uh, first met him in person? Um, I mean, at this point, uh, he's still big guy i would say he was yep. about 6'1 probably 230 240 i mean he's a oh, big wow. guy oh, okay uh, but but not as big as he was in, in his heyday you know right, right, right. prime of the steiner but yeah and he was six feet so that's relatively yeah. tall he's relatively tall uh tall for you know in the wrestling because uh, like a lot of guys like isn't like jericho and like you know guys like of, of his uh uh size but like we're like under six feet like about maybe like five ten like five eleven at the most. Yeah, yeah Jericho's like five nine, five ten. Um, I was very disappointed yeah, like, uh, uh, when angle. I met Shawn Michaels. How tall is he? Because Michaels was shorter than me. Um, he was shorter than me, and I'm listed at six one. Um, okay. On a good day, I hover around six feet. And okay. Michaels was shorter than me by like maybe half an inch. So you think, you think a lot of guys of yesteryear were using our lifts on their on their uh, boots? Oh, no question. Uh, oh, okay. When I first got into boots, and uh, my boots had a one-inch lift in them, um, oh, okay. and I didn't even opt for that. Like, it's just how they came. 
and okay. they had boots with lifts up to like three or four inches available. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I had that same impression when uh, we were uh, at that uh, ROA show way long ago. And uh, I believe it was uh, Styles came out um, to do the at the merchandise table, and he was much shorter than that. Like, yeah, I yeah, style. And so I put things in perspective. I was like, woof. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah, no. um, but uh, yeah, I was going to say, um, any of the stories that Rick told you, like, can you tell any of them? Or was those more like, you know, you got to keep on to yourselves pretty much? <clears throat> um, I mean, he told he told a lot of family friendly stories. Um, okay. He told a great story about going hunting with Rick Rude. Uh, okay. He said him, Rude, Henning, uh, and there was one other guy. I don't remember who he said it was, but okay. uh, they would all go hunting. Uh, they, they had like some cabin that they owned, um, and they'd often go hunting and fishing, and it'd just be the boys hanging out, drinking, and you know having some fun away from wrestling. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Um. Were you wrestling on that same show, on that same bill for the big time uh, show, or were you doing security? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, no, I actually wrestled on that show. I was in a uh, six-band tag match. Okay. Um, it was myself, Larry Huntley, and I want to say maybe Don Vega. Um, okay. Against t- Tony Atlas. Oh, wow. Uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony Atlas, I think the Patriot. And uh, oh wow, RIP to him. One other guy, yes, RIP to to Del Wilkes. Um, but but yeah, it was Tony Atlas, the Patriot, and like one other like old school name who now it evades me. It wasn't Steiner though, it was not Steiner, unfortunately. I would have been like, Glory had it, (laughs) right? (laughs) That would have been dope, but uh, hey, still. Tony Atlas, that's no disrespect to Tony right. Atlas or, or you still able to wrestle, you know, Atlas and the Patriot, both, you know, WWF, uh, you know, alumni. So that that's still dope in itself, you know. No, for sure. It's one of those funny things. I, you know, I love Tony Atlas, but I, I actually know him really well. Oh, for um, real? I've wrestled him before. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's got a crush on my mom. Um, <laughs> Yo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, he lives in, I don't know if he still lives in Maine today. I think he does. But uh, when I first broke into wrestling, he was living in Maine and wrestling in Maine. And that's really where I cut my teeth. Oh, yes. Uh, Shout, so, out yeah, so I got to, got to. <laughs> Shout out to Buxton. Shout out to Buxton. But yeah, so I got to know him really well during that time period. Okay. All right. And um, if you can recall that match, how, how was how was the match? Um, it was all right. It was a six man tag, so it was, you know you get in, you do your stuff. It, you yeah. know, I think we had like eight minutes. Really, it was about highlighting uh, super you know, Tony Atlas. Super um, short. And yeah, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was. You know, but um, it served its purpose. Uh, but I was so, gonna say it was about highlighting the names: Tony Atlas, the Patriot, and uh, whoever their partner was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was a you know it was a good time. I remember taking the uh, getting in for the hot tag. Yep. And uh, it, it's so funny. I'm used to I'm used to working with today's guys, and yep. when you come in for that hot tag, it's boom, boom, boom. You gotta take your get up, you know. Yep. And, uh, but I'm working with Atlas, and I take the clothesline. 
and I'm scrambling back to my feet to take the next load. Like, Slow down, boy. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, you gotta gotta remember that you know everyone's got different speeds and levels and how they like to do it. And yep. uh, it's actually a, a lesson to me in the moment as we're talking about it. I've never thought about it since, but I'm like, oh, you know yep. what? And here's some advice to any young wrestlers that are listening to the show. Talk mm-hmm. to talk to the person you're working with before the match and ask them what do they like. Yeah, what they're comfortable with. You know, like say, hey, yeah, yeah, like you know, if you're gonna be taking a hot tag, you know, and they're gonna be bumping, you ask them like, do you want me to get up quickly for the next one, or you know, do you want me to take my time? Do you like to pose in between? Do you want it? You know, right? Um, it, it's just you know it, that way everybody's on the same page. Yeah, and it's, you know, common courtesy. Absolutely. How was it? Uh, did you get a chance to? Uh, you know, have a chit chat with the Patriot. Uh, you know, just to have a chance to you know interact with him, or was it you didn't get a chance to? <clears throat> no, other than talking over the match, that that was okay. it. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. Uh, is this yeah. is this match anywhere online? Like, did uh, do you think they posted on YouTube? Like, I'm curious to see like how that match was. <clears throat> That's a, that's a great question, actually. Um, I don't know. It, it's big time wrestling, so I know a lot of their stuff is available online. Um, okay. And probably on sale on DVD. Um, okay. Okay. But, but yeah, that's a great question. I, I've I've honestly never checked. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I'll definitely do some of my research in, in that, and you know, see you know if it's possible to locate that. Cause that'd be dope to you know what I'm saying uh, check out. No doubt. Okay. All right. I was gonna say too. Uh, <laughs> since you uh, have you know a, a decent uh, rep, uh, 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 Tony Atlas, we need to see get him on the show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> you know. That next time you might be able to pull off. Okay. Well, next time you're up in Maine, uh, you know what I'm saying. See if you and you know you have a run across run across Tony definitely give him uh you know a heads up and see if he'd be down you know what I'm saying that'd be <laughs> that'd be real good <clears throat> yeah, I, no definitely I, I think the biggest thing with him is will, will he be able to do the technology you know so maybe it'd have to be a thing where I'd have to be with him or something well exactly so we can figure yeah, that yeah. all out when we get yeah, there yeah. yeah if you like I said if you catch him on a show or something like that you know what I'm saying but uh yeah, hey yeah, like I said, no doubt I know you mentioned uh ZTR was interesting, so uh, that'd be definitely dope to get Zach on here, especially, you know, <clears throat> where you, we, we really haven't heard from the side of a ref before. You know what I'm saying? Like their interactions throughout the business. It's always, you know, when you see these uh, shoot interviews or anything of uh, you know, wrestling related interviews, it's always the wrestler, 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 wrestler. Uh, this time it'd be cool, you know, see the ref, because usually the ref is the, you know, not the most, uh, you know, main attraction of the matches. So to get one's, you know, uh, you know, take on it, you know, be dope to hear, especially, you know, a personality like Zach, you know what I'm saying, was who's pretty, you know, uh, high energy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Definitely cool. To, and, uh, so, yeah, no, it'll be very cool. <clears throat> All right, cool. Uh, so, no, be very cool. Uh, I'm on the show. Oh, Looking definitely. Forward to, uh, we, we've got a bevy of uh, bevy of guests that that'll be coming up. Uh, Zach the ref has to be next, 
Yep. But uh, I think yep. after that, we'll have uh, CJ Price on here, uh, who's a uh, New England wrestler. Uh, who I he he has his own uh, podcast, the Five okay. Cast, and uh, he had me as a guest on that recently. Nice, 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 nice. <clears throat> how how that go? So no, that was pretty good. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I I took some edibles beforehand and just kind of rambled. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but all right, cool. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, any <clears throat> wrestlers out there that's listening, I was gonna say, yeah, any wrestlers out there listening, we definitely would love to uh, have you on the show. Uh, you know, the more the merrier. Always just to you know to get insight of the you know the the, the wrestlers and your experience because everybody's experience is not the same. So which is cool. Everybody got a different spin on you know their their story. Um, so I'm looking forward. Looking forward to it. Now, uh, you mentioned this is your, uh, definitely on the road. Uh, but um, with that being said, <clears throat> have you had a chance to see any wrestling uh, while you've been on the road uh, for vacation? Yeah, man. Uh, on the road in Baltimore, vacation. But, uh, you know, wrestling scene is hot right now. So got to keep up with what's going on. Yes. And, uh, this week was the debut of Rampage, AEW's uh, Friday night show. And absolutely, we actually went and stopped uh, at a Target and bought a Google dongle uh, Chromecast to hook up to the hotel TV so that way oh, we wow. make sure to watch it. Oh, yeah. You guys are invested, definitely. Absolutely. I can set things up. How'd the, how'd the Google Chrome work? Did it work uh, well? Um, we learned an important lesson does not connect to hotel Wi-Fi because really? hotel Wi-Fi is web-based. Okay. Um, so, you know, you have to be able to go to the website and connect. But uh, thankfully, um, you know, it was me and my girl. And uh, so we just connected our phones to each other's hotspot. Oh, wow. Y'all really uh, <laughs> was dedicated yeah. to watching watching the show. I like it. I like it. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. Absolutely. You know, got where there's a will, there's a way. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And and did the quality come out decently uh, of the video? For yeah, the- good video quality. Um, it's interesting. The first, like, for anybody who uh, is you know looking to do this. Uh, be aware that the first minute or two, it'll be a little bit uh, pixelated. Okay. But then uh, after that, it comes in crystal clear. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, how was Rampage? Um, is it like a B show or is it like almost like a, you know, marquee A dynamite type of raw type of show? Like, is it their SmackDown show or is it like their, I don't know. Is, is well, it like thing, at this point? Can you call SmackDown a B show? It's arguably the yeah. better show over Raw. I, all right, so is it more like the NXT then? I guess not even. Um, so with okay. AEW, they've got a interesting uh, setup because you know they've got dynamite on the. Check out the glass on that car. Um, sorry, we're driving by a car. The windshield is shattered. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so uh, AEW setup, they've got Dynamite on Wednesdays. They okay. have Dark on Mondays. Right, and so Dark is like the, like, okay. And uh, that's where uh, it, it's pretty much squash matches. Dark is, right. I would compare Dark to uh, Superstars back in the day. Oh, okay. Or, or, even, or, or even Thunder? WCW uh, Thunder? No, 
I'm going to compare it more to Superstar. Superstars. Okay. All right. Yeah. And here's the reason why. Because you'll see Kenny Omega on Dark. You'll see uh, top guys. You'll see Christian on Dark. Um, okay. Brian Cage on Dark, you know. Okay. Um, you'll see Christian Cage, Brian Cage, Ethan Page, um, Hangman Page. Uh, you'll, you'll see them all on Dark. Okay. Um, but they're, they're usually working uh, indie guys. Um, I don't want to call them jobbers or enhancement talent. I'm going to say right. they're working indie guys. And okay. then you get a chance to see some indie guys in action, and you get to see the stars like highlight what they do, you know? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> But uh, yep. There's AEW Elevation. Oh, I never heard. I did not know that. I never heard yeah. of that. Okay. That is also their YouTube show. Uh, big Show. Well, no longer the Big Show, uh, as a shirt says, no more BS. Uh, but Paul White, uh, formerly known as FKA the Big yep. Show, uh, yep. FKA the Giant, uh, FKA the Son of Andre. Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> But yeah, uh, he is actually a commentator on the Tuesday Night Show. Really? <laughs> How's yes, he sir. as a commentator? Haven't watched it, so I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so all right, so so basically, Rampage is like the SmackDown show. Then you would say, yeah, Rampage is the top show at least so far because uh, on their debut episode, that the opening match was AEW slash Triple A slash Impact Heavyweight Champion uh, Kenny Omega defending his Impact Heavyweight Championship uh, against Christian Cage. Okay. Now, I, 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 I'm familiar with uh, that match because uh, there was, there was uh, some, not a lot of controversy, but a lot of people were remarking how they bumped out um, uh, Ace, uh, not Ace, uh, ha- ha- uh, Hangman. Hangman. Uh, in replace of Christian, uh, who was you know a more a more you know veteran uh, performer, but a little older, so they were sort sort of discussing about you know that they bumped him for an older wrestler, you know. So, <clears throat> but I gotta uh, say AEW, I, I think they so far they've shown that they do a really good job of long term storytelling. Yeah. And I don't think the Hangman Page story is over by any means. Um, But I have to, I I think they made the right decision in taking Hangman out of All Out uh, against Kenny Omega. Okay. Because if the rumors are true that CM Punk is, uh, you know, is All Elite, then when he shows up at All Out, that's going to overshadow anything and everything else that's on that show. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, how was the match? <laughs> so the match was pretty solid. Um, Christian Cage won the Impact Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. I, I don't know. I never, like, Christian's cool now, you know, that whole Agent Christian, but I never really saw him as, like, the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, even back in his, you know, TNA days, back when he was in ECW slash WWE, you know, with his old peeps campaign and all that stuff. I don't know, like, I always thought he was, you know, a little bland, I guess. So him, you know what I'm saying, running with the the belt was always a head scratch to me. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> okay. And, and, hey, it's all ice cream at the end of the day. Uh, oh, I no, will definitely. say, for me, uh, Christian's not my guy, but I, yeah, I definitely see? respect him. I, I dig what he does. Um, he I think him as him. Yeah, he, he's a great worker. 
And I think him as Impact Heavyweight Champion, I mean, that's that's interesting. Right. Right. Because, uh, you know, what... You know what does this mean for Impact? Um, you know, obviously now Christian will be on their show, right? Um, again, <laughs> so, yeah, again, yep. And uh, does that mean Kenny Omega will no longer be on their show? What does you know? Uh, how does this impact the? Uh, no pun intended. How does this impact the Good Brothers, the Impact Tag Team Champions? Right. Um, who I mean, they you know they come out with Kenny Omega as part of the Elite and everything. Uh, how, how does this impact Kenny Omega going into um, All Out uh, on September 5th, where he's going to be taking on Christian, defending his AEW Heavyweight Championship? Uh, you know, Christian obviously now has a uh, mental advantage going into this match. Yeah. Now, do you think the writers have, like, thought this out as far as, like, what their end game is going to be? Or do you think they're just going as, you know, improvising, going as a go, you know, no. go along? Again, I, I think AEW good ideas for long-term storytelling, and, and I think yeah, they, yep. they've thought this through. Um, you know, I've got a feeling Kenny will be keeping the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, okay. But with that being said, uh, I think I, again, CM, if CM Punk is showing up at All Out, I, that's going to be the big news, and I. I I have to believe. But really, though, like, it, was CM Punk really that, like, now, like, I, I, I never saw, I never got the 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 hoo-ha with, with CM Punk is, like, why he's, like, so revered, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Really? Yeah, like, what did he really do that, like, you know what I'm saying? That, like, you know, was like, ooh, ah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things. Uh, right, let's see punk. Well, I was gonna say, like, if you broke it down, like, all right, let's start with like looks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, all right, he got the tattoos, all good, but like, side, like, size wise, like, really not. You know. Feet. No, he's not a. He's not that big of a guy, but he's big enough. Um, you know, he looks legit. If you go back and watch uh, Money in the Bank 2011, uh-huh. uh, you know, John Cena's only five-star match, uh, CM Punk didn't look ridiculous in the ring with Cena. Like, you know, he, he looked like someone that could hold his own in there with someone that size. Okay, okay. And, all right, now let's go to, like, you know what I'm saying, mic work. Like, I get the whole, you know... I, I get the whole, you know, he you know broke the fourth wall and all that, but like when he when he you know cuts his promos and interviews, does he bring you in to his you know his story? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you are you behind him? Absolutely. Them to it? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Right. I, I said best in the business. Best in the business. Like, are you saying uh, all time? Are you saying like currently? Currently. Currently, oh, okay. I, I won't necessarily go all time. So I, I have to take my time to think about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you if you had to stack them up, like would he be in your top five? Oh, easily. Okay. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Here's the thing for for the modern era, CM Punk is the closest thing to real wrestling. Um, you know, when what? when he speaks, what? he's believable. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, absolutely. 
<sighs> I, I think CM Punk speaks in a way where, you know, like you said, breaking the fourth wall. People are like, is this guy, you know, is he shooting? Is he, you know, yeah, but that's not really, that's, not, that's, yeah, but that's easy though. Like anybody can sort of do that. You know, like we've had wrestlers if anybody that. do that, then they would. I mean, <laughs> well, not really. It all comes down to management. Like, because they really come down to what you're allowed to say. <laughs> to what can you pull off though and it, actually here's a great example we, we were watching Smackdown this past Friday okay. um, John Cena and Roman Reigns are out there cutting a promo yep. and uh, Cena, Cena made references to uh, Ambrose he made references to Punk and uh, my, my girl is like wow like do you think Cena like just goes out there and says what he wants or like do they know ahead of time and it really could go either way but it's I'll, Cena, I'll never though. forget uh Right, it's Cena, so it, and that's why now, he goes either way. He probably gets a lot more leeway than most right? other people. But right. you know why he gets that leeway? Turn right because he has a proven right. track record of success. Uh, okay, all right, but no, you brought up a good good example because when you said when Cena and uh, Reigns had their you know promo, it, it, in retrospect, because um, when before Cena left and they had their program, he pretty much like. I want to say buried uh, Reigns, but he made Reigns look goofy when Reigns was trying to cut his pro- you know promo as a face. Now, uh, you know, fast forward several years, you know, where we're at in the present, uh, Reigns is a totally you know new uh, you know character as his heel, and his promos are like crazy dope, and he's still you know speaking them within not this whole breaking the fourth wall as you know. That punk is, but it still looks as a believable guy. If he's the face, that he might hurt you compared to you know someone punk stature. I don't really get that feeling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when he will cut his promo. I don't know. Without having, without having to cut the fourth wall to you know show that he's you know you know the man. No, you know pun intended. <laughs> 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 and at the end of the day, it, again, it all comes down to ice cream. Oh, definitely. Um, oh, definitely. Absolutely. You know, for my flavor of ice cream, though, I, I find Punk very believable. Um, you know, okay. he never had the body. He was never a body guy. But uh, his offense fits with, you know, his style, you know, his style of wrestling, what he does. And with his size, it's believable. And again, if you go back and watch uh, Money in the Bank 2011. I'll do that. match with Cena. I'll do that. You know, absolutely. I definitely recommend it. Uh, if you watch that, Punk doesn't look, you know, ridiculously small. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, all right. Well, uh, I know you mentioned you saw. Nope. Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. It's, it's uh, like yeah. You uh, went in and came out the tunnel. <laughs> oh, crazy. I, I uh, just got out the car. I had to stop and get some gas. So, uh, you know, all, all, everybody listening, you guys are getting the, the real deal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> live on the road, pumping gas. The was, there, uh, was there any other matches uh, aside from uh, Omega and Christian on uh, Rampage? Yes. Um, after that was Miro um, taking on Fuego Del Sol. Who's Fuego Del Sol? That's exactly what my girlfriend said. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he, uh, uh, and I guess he's been making his name on Dark. 
Uh, he's got a, uh, I guess he's had some impressive showings. I, okay. again, I, I haven't watched it. Um, haven't watched Dark, but, uh, but I've read about, uh, you know, I've read about it and yeah, I've heard that he's been making some impressive showings. So he had a match against Miro. Not only was the TNT title on the line, yep. uh, but also uh, if Fuego won, he would get an AEW contract. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, stipulation. <clears throat> and how was that match? Um, that match was exactly how I would have booked Miro against Lee Johnson on the Dynamite prior. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Miro uh, wrestled Lee Johnson on Dynamite. Uh, for those that don't know who Lee Johnson is, uh, he is a student of uh, the Nightmare Academy uh, or Nightmare Factory, uh, Cody Rhodes Wrestling School. Okay. And uh, he had a match with Miro, and uh, he got in a lot of offense. Uh, Miro made him look really good. Okay. Uh, but I'm watching it, and I'm like, ah, I wouldn't have. The match went probably like eight to ten minutes. Um, I would have booked it to, to be three minutes, and I would have had Lee Johnson start off hot and then Miro catch him. And that's okay. exactly uh, how they booked Fuego Del Sol and Miro. Um Fuego Del Sol started off hot. He attacked Miro before the bell, hit him with a uh, tornado DDT, hit him with okay. a second one, uh, did some flippy doodads, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but, but then, you know, finally he went for one too many. Miro caught him, threw him down. And next thing you know, it's the uh, whatever he's calling his finisher now. It's still that camel clutch move he was using in WWE. It looks painful. Um, you know, yeah, yep, you know. And uh, he, he actually got a new version of it here. Because he fully pulls back on it. Um, so you Ooh. see the guy's like body just fully bent back like a bow and arrow. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss those type of finishers. Like the camo clutch, the Boston Crab. Like those submission maneuvers where like you can see the anguish, you know what I'm saying? Like on the opponent's face. Like, oh, I was going to say, other than, you know, his camo clutch and then at the time Cena was using the uh, ST, STF, uh, I, are the last uh, submission finishers in today's uh, wrestling? Um, not nearly as many. I wonder with uh, Punk coming back, will he be using the GTS or uh-huh. will he be using the Anaconda Vice? Because um, uh, if he uses the Anaconda Vice, well, then there's another uh, submission finisher. That's true. Um, Daniel Bryan, uh, who also is rumored to be signing with AEW, uh, he also he has the Yes Lock. Um, which I assume he won't be able to call it that anymore. It'll have to be something different. Okay. Uh, Samoa Joe. Well. Did he? Did Samoa Joe have a submission? Yes, Coquina uh, Clutch. Um, okay. And yeah, big match coming up uh, next weekend. Samoa Joe against Karrion Cross for NXT. So wait, he's allowed to wrestle because I thought he had a medical issue. <clears throat> he got cleared. Um, he got cleared as of like three or four weeks ago. Really? Because wasn't he like? Was it like? Was he like a concussion protocol type of like? Yeah, it was concussion. Similar, similar to what Daniel Bryan had. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. But uh, you know, with the wonders of modern medicine. What's that? The wonders of modern medicine. I mean, guys are getting cleared and being able to do what they can again. But see, like, I always wonder, like, are they like when they get cleared? Like, I wonder how thorough. You know, the medical exam is like injuries, like something like that, where you're taking a lot of bumps. I always wonder, like, how safe it really is. And that's that's fair. Um, I'm going to 
it's WWE. They've got you know <laughs> top top medical staff, and, and uh, okay. you know so they're following you know protocols very strictly. I, I would assume. Yeah, because the brain is a very soft muscle. It, it and is. We, we, yes, it is. When you uh, taking hits and you know bouncing back and forth hitting your skull, it's not the greatest. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not, especially with what we know today. Yeah, uh, I think. Can you tell me one time that taking a bump is like getting in a car accident every time? Yes, sir. Uh, it's like getting in a twenty mile per hour car accident every time you take a bump. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, we uh, the, the damage we we put on our bodies. Uh, yeah. The the outcome may be predetermined, but the damage is very real. Right, right, and like you said, you know, being professionals, you do know how to properly fall, but you know, you can only safeguard yourself. You know, to it's not always a hundred percent, unfortunately. You know, but right. yeah, I, I mean, I wish I wish you know him and uh, uh, Killian have a great match, but that's a, yeah, it's a little crazy. But Daniel Bryan's been doing it now, at being cleared for what now three years since he came back or two years, so something like yeah. that, yeah. So hopefully, you know, he's been, you know, protecting himself and, you know, he can thrive later in his golden years. But, yeah, that's all crazy. <laughs> right. And, yeah, hopefully, you know, Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, it's so far so good. And I feel like he's the type of guy that would take very good care of himself. Right. Right. And Edge came back and, you know, his was the next uh, situation where he was, you know, had like and, and he's been in several matches since then. So. Like you said, the mark of uh, medical techno- technology, uh, definitely. I-, I wonder, remember when uh, Shawn Michaels left originally because he was having uh, back issues? I wonder if, if he had the same medical, you know, that they have net in today's day, if he would be able to return sooner, be, be able to perform during the whole Attitude uh, era, you know, instead of sitting that out and, you know, not coming back till his uh, later years. That's a fantastic question, and that I don't know if you know the rumor, but uh, the rumor is Michaels uh, really just sat out to be a pain to, to Vince McMahon. But that long, though? Yeah, the, the, the rumor, and you know, it's all rumor and innuendo. He was up for like almost a but, decade. Yeah, yep. Uh, but, Crazy. but the rumor is, it is, uh, but, but the rumor is that he wanted out of his contract Okay. Uh, he wanted to go to WCW, okay. uh, who was willing to offer him seven figures a year okay. um, to, to wrestle, and he'd get to be with his friends. Yeah, uh, Hall and Nash. Yeah. You imagine him in uh, Hogan's position, like how the NWO would have been? That would have been really interesting, actually. If he was the third man, if Michaels was the third man. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't see... I couldn't see like him and Hogan coexisting in the NWO. That just wouldn't. No, some, some, no somebody that definitely would have. That definitely would have worked. Yeah, somebody would have to go. But uh, <laughs> Michaels as the third man definitely would not have been as big as Hogan. Now, when you say big, like impact wise, or you think it, it, the the NWO story wouldn't have the legs on it wouldn't has gone as far as it did. Impact-wise, and to an extent, uh, wouldn't have the same legs. Okay. Okay. Because Hogan, Hulk Hogan, honestly, is bigger than pro wrestling. At a time. Um, I can't... Yeah, at that time. 
Um, you know, because I can't tell you how many times in my career when I've told people that, that I'm a pro wrestler, they, yep. they didn't know what that was, but they knew who Hulk Hogan was. They were like, oh, that Hulk Hogan stuff. Right, 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 right. Right. So, I mean, Hogan was bigger than wrestling. And uh, him turning heel at that time was, was unthought of. Uh, so that was huge. And then because he's Hulk Hogan, you can have matches with Jay Leno. You can have matches with Dennis Rodman. Carl right. Malone. Right. You know, like, that that's not happening with anyone else. At that time? At that time. Yeah, because I was just say now, like, you know, you got Cena, Rock, like, I think they pretty much, like, transcended past Hogan at this point. Even Stone Cold, you know what I'm saying, Austin, uh, to a degree, you know. Uh He's not, as, he's not as mainstream has. as other two. What's that? Yeah, I was gonna say I would say The Rock has for sure. Oh yeah, he um, I don't definitely. talk about Stone Cold. Um, well, like I said, he's, and Cena, Cena is on his way. Right, right. And I would say, I, I want to say Batista won it. You know, for, as far as like a wrestling point of view, but like as like a movie actor, like now since he's you know with the Marvel brand, he's definitely I think as a movie star definitely transcending Hogan. You know, not wrestling, no but uh, you know, in, in entertainment, he definitely has. Uh, agree. No, no question there. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's so that would, oh man, I, I, that would have been crazy to see how they would handle. Because I also, I also thought, think they they want to have that. If Michaels was in it, I, I would think the NWO would have been a little more serious. Like, even though he would still have his like. Like child, like like antics, you know, like the you know frat boys type stuff that he did at DX. Well, Hogan yep. sort of like eventually he sort of like watered it down and became corny. Like obviously Harlem Nash, they were you know, you know they were dope, but like Hogan still had that '80s Hulkamania sprinkled pixie dust on him. So like when he would cut promos, it was sort of like corny, hilarious, bad in the same way. Like it wasn't ever like ooh, it's, you know Hogan's bad guy villain. I'm shaking in my boots type of thing compared to like, you know, you got like Kevin Nash, you know, aka Super Shredder standing at like seven feet tall, big, you know, intimidating dude, you know what I'm saying? And then you got Scott Scott Hall, same thing. Uh, uh, you cut, what's that? You cut out for a second there. Oh, no, I was saying uh, that Hogan always in seemed the intimidating type. And I think, you know, with Michaels, it might have been a little more serious, you know, uh, somewhat. You know what I'm saying? He, he wouldn't look as corny as Hogan was at that point. You know, with his cartoony promos. No, I would agree with that for sure. It definitely would have had a different feel and vibe. Yeah. Um, because Michael had was back. cool. Repeat but, that? No, I was going to say, and probably we wouldn't have had, like, the Wolfpack or the NWA, NWOB team and all that, you know, if uh, Michael's no. good. And those, maybe, probably... Uh, you know, X-Pod, you know, those four, those key four members, and then that would have been NWO, and, you know, doing their reign of terror, whatever the case may be, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what it would have been, because, yeah, it basically would have been the click, like, and, and yeah, you're not going to have all these other spinoffs or anything like that. Right. And, uh, and yeah, it wouldn't even make sense, like, like, it's funny, you think about the, the five, and this is where I was getting ready to say, I'm like, Michaels was cool, Hogan was trying to borrow cool, you know, like he yeah. came in and tried to be cool. But what, it wasn't natural; it was organic. He never was that, you know. What I'm right. saying? He never had that that right. that swag. 
and that's why the wolf pack was weird like really when you look back on it you've got like macho man who's not um he, he's got his own kind of swag but he's never like a cool guy oh no no now we might have to moonwalk on that statement right there we might have to moonwalk a little bit because uh when he was on. um we went when when he was um on his solo run with WCW was you know gorgeous gorgeous George and all that. I thought he I think that was, you know, Macho Man as swaggish. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously you're not gonna get, you know, it wasn't that eighties Macho King, but even as Macho King he was still I think he was not as corny as Hogan was. Like Macho Man, if you let him breathe, like he was when he was with the gorgeous George, aka like you know, like the like the pimp whatever I don't know what the gimmick was at the time, but he was scary. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, jacked to the gills and all that with the, you know, Kango and all that. I think I think that was a dope Macho Man version. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the polka dot, okay. yellow tights, yellow boots, pink tights, you know, Macho Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you know, Elizabeth. Like, 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 he wasn't he wasn't the simp that they portrayed him as when they had the whole mega powers. Like, that, yeah, that was goofy. But when he was, you know, WCW, you know what I'm saying, putting in work, I think he was he flourished. He wasn't as bad as Hogan. Hogan is just corny, just corn corn. <laughs> I, I won't disagree. I won't disagree. <laughs> you know, Savage had his own type of swag. He, he you know, and, and you know, my my, uh, my glasses are tinted from uh, my time period at OVW. And, and Rip Rogers used to just tell stories about how uncool Savage was. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I got you. And, I and again, it was just, you know, because he, he's, it's just the kind of guy he is. Savage, you know, he's an old school gym dude, like, you know, not very confident in himself uh, for, you know, whatever reason, a lot of insecurities and things. And I think that's why, like, you hear those stories of Elizabeth getting locked up in the closet and things like that. <laughs> that that's coming from you know, insecurities. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, you gotta look. The man had to go against Hogan's forty years of the Hogan clause. Like basically, every turn he had to try and steal his shine, no matter what he did. So I don't know if he was if it was paranoid, if he was just righteous in his cause of trying to protect himself and his you know his his his, his character behind old boy. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I'll tell you what's crazy, man. As an adult. Going back on the network and watching um, the the Mega Powers feud. Yep. Oh, Savage should be the babyface. Like Hogan really was a jerk during that feud. <laughs> right. <clears throat> always interfering. All awesome, like Puff Daddy. You know, always in the videos. You know what I'm saying? Always <laughs> like. <clears throat> you know, but yeah. But yeah, like I said, it would've been interesting to see what the NWO would have been with Michaels. But then also it would have been like, you know, interesting if DX would have, you know, if they didn't have Michaels it was just gonna, you know, be Hunter and China and then all of a sudden, you know, got new age outlaws if they would have flourished originally. Cause basically DX was basically the brain, you know, the baby of, you know, Michaels and a little bit, you know, Triple H and then the other two came in later. But it was the, the name was already established by then. I'm saying so. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it would been interesting. It been interesting, but so uh, all right. Well, what if? Yeah, like I said, the what if universe. You know what I'm saying? 
if, if that could ever happen. Because <laughs> I remember uh, even even Rock said he was trying to go over to WCW. Like, I don't know how that would have been. You know what I'm saying? If he got lost in the sauce. So he was trying to At one point, yeah. They were trying to, uh, they were trying to sign him. Yeah. And then we, like, it's just curious how, like, if wrestlers were in different promotions, how their careers would have been. You know what I'm saying? Because I think uh, even... Yeah. I think I sent you a clip of like Owen Hart at one time in WCW, like wrestling on Saturday night. Yes. Uh, and you know, so crazy, y'all, crazy. <clears throat> no, it is. It's you know, especially. And I, here's the thing: I think we're getting back to that kind of time period where it's like, wow, there's a lot of places for guys to work um, yep. and have careers. And so you're going to see a lot of different faces in a lot of different places. Yeah, especially now that. Uh, Vince is purging like half his roster left and right. You, you definitely can see that. Yeah, right. So, although uh, I, I'm very curious to see uh, what happens with Gable Stevenson, um, U.S. Olympic gold medalist. Yep. Who uh, he's a protege of Brock Lesnar. He's got one year left of college if he decides to go. Yep. Or does he decide to sign with WWE? Yep. Yeah. And he's uh, he's. Has the same story as uh, Angle, when the you know go yeah, yep. on, on you know I think they say they he won with like two seconds left. He was able to uh, you know become you know victorious. So yeah, but I just hope. Yes. But it, I just hope <clears throat> they can establish him in his own right. Because we still had that you know we we had Sheldon Benjamin you know in regards to being a top elite uh, amateur wrestler. You know came up at the same time as Brock. Actually, I think they were tag team. Champs back in OVW, but uh, yes, sir. The I was gonna say, or no, yeah, Minnesota. stretching crew, yeah, stretching crew. Not saying he didn't have a bad career, but at some point he still got lost in sauce. You know, I mean, he had a great tag team with Charlie Haas, but I thought he could have done more with him. You know, him being an athlete, and they gave him that ridiculous I'm a gimmick. Uh, so like I said, I, I hope they don't do this, you know, with Gabe as well. Uh, that he they can establish him and he can, you know. Earn his own chops, you know. I think it'll. I think it'll be a very different story. I, I think, uh, unfortunately for Shelton, uh, oh. you know, top top college wrestler. But uh, a lot of people don't know this. The only reason he even got signed to WWE, uh, if this is true, um, if this is true, but if this is true, it's that uh, Lesnar actually requested it uh, as part of his signing. Oh, really? Well, that was nice of him. I tip my hat to uh, Lesnar. Then. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, well, I think it's one of those things like Lesnar can only deal with so many people, and is one of those people. (laughs) We all got uh, they went to to college together, and uh, yeah, yep, you know, (laughs) uh, so they're long, long term friends. Well, that's good, that's good. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm looking looking forward because uh, now they have they also have like the NX, oh. As I say, I've been watching NXT recently, and they have uh, a tournament called, you know, Breakout. So now they're trying to, after they did their purge of everybody else, they're trying to get these new <laughs> new, uh, new stars for NXT. So I'm looking forward to seeing how, uh, you know, who rises to the top, you know, of the state of the staple. But uh, very yeah. interesting to see. Speaking of uh, NXT breakout tournament, uh, we often on the show reference NCW uh, Northeast Championship Wrestling, and uh, right now too. Oh, I think you're breaking up. You you, you turn into a robot all of a sudden. 
Can't hear you. Yep, perfect. <laughs> yes. All right, there we go. Uh, Who's that? It is uh, John. Hello? Oh. Wait, the first name you said was Josh Briggs, and who was the other person? Hello? Hello? <laughs> we are experiencing some technical difficulties. I can hear you, but you sort of morphing into a robot on some. <laughs> okay, so you said the first person was uh, Josh Briggs. Yes, I can hear you perfectly. All right, solid. The first person was Josh Briggs, and the second person okay. was he who shall not be named uh, for fear. I don't know. Uh, the second person was Carmelo Hayes. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe nice. Uh, so they. Well, as I say, they both faced each other. Uh, as of today, they faced each other with uh, Camelo being victorious over Josh. So, okay. Uh, so yeah. So now it's Carmelo against Carmelo's against. What's that? How was the match? I oh I didn't catch it. I'm I just saw the most recent uh, episode and they had the bracket uh, of the breakout tournament uh, with those two uh, okay. names. So I'll catch I'll catch that match and uh, uh you know give a review for next week uh, to see how it went. Um, but as I said, yeah. Carmelo is facing uh, Duke Hudson in the semifinals uh, against on the other side is uh, R.C. Jones uh, against uh, Trey Baxter uh, and R.C. won that one. So uh, we'll see who uh, R.C. Jones is going to be facing in the uh, finals for uh, next week for the breakout tournament. Interesting. Yep. Yep, yep. So, should be dope. <clears throat> should be dope. Like I said, Definitely. hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully, uh, Vince is gonna allow Triple H to do something with NXT. Or if not, <laughs> yeah, you know, all these rumors and uh, reports going around about how they're trying to restructure how NXT is done. Um, you know, they're looking for guys that Vince believes can main event WrestleMania. Um, I mean, that could completely change the landscape of NXT as we know it. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I feel, I feel bad for Triple H. He, he keeps on getting the rug taken out underneath on them. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was, so that'll be very interesting uh, to see how all that plays out over the next few weeks. Where? Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Uh, Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, uh, as we say, man, this, uh, I think this, we, we set a new, well, I don't remember how long the episode of Bogut was, but I feel like this one might be longer. I think it was. <laughs> we covered, we covered a lot, actually. We covered a lot. Um, uh, but did. going forward, um, hopefully, uh, we can, uh, get in connect with ZTR. Hopefully we, we can set it up relatively soon. Uh, you know, within the upcoming yeah. weeks or months, however the case his uh, schedule is. <clears throat> and then from there, hopefully yeah, we can uh, go forward with other uh, performers, not just, you know, wrestlers. Like I said, since Zach is a ref, we get some refs. We, you know, get some uh, uh, promoters. Uh, you know, we just everybody, you know, uh, involved in the wrestling, you know, family. Uh, you know, managers. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, everybody and everybody. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> 
Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right. So, on that uh, note, uh, yeah. If you want to uh, take us home or take us to church on this on this glorious Sunday.